Hey, hey, friends, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to learn how to grow, how to become an even more amazing version of you, and to connect into a community of like-minded people who are all walking this path and aren't afraid to share the highs and the lows of chasing your dreams. I'm so glad you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Welcome to this week's episode of World Domination. I'm so excited to share this podcast with you. I welcome back for the third time Libby Robertson, who is spiritual badass. She is an entrepreneur, a coach, mentor, author, and one of the people who I credit so much of my growth and my healing to. She is just... I don't even have words. (laughs) She's like a soul sister, but beyond. She is one of the most humble, down-to-earth powerhouse leaders I've ever met. And she shoots from the hip. (laughs) And she's going to inspire you guys so much today. We are speaking about healing. We're speaking about dealing with other people's triggers and projections. We're dealing with some of the discomfort that may arise as we go after our greatest goals, the next level version of ourselves. and so much real stuff. I just can't wait for you guys to check it out. And please check out our previous podcast together to learn more about her story and everything she overcame to be this incredible. But without further ado, enjoy, friends. <laughs> that voice always makes me laugh. I swear to God, I'm like 12 years old still. <laughs> anyway Libby welcome back round three I think it is now oh my gosh I feel so grateful to be here three times yeah this is amazing so I'm so excited for our conversation oh me too honestly just just sitting there and I was thinking I can already feel the power coming off this conversation and what I just saw in my mind was high level like this is a a high level conversation which is not something I've ever said before with a podcast Mm. but I'm just so glad like I love how things come together and this was this has been a little while coming this this conversation but when I knew I was like right we have to have a conversation about dealing with this the the pushback the the triggers that we might bring up in other people the projection mm-hmm. we might encounter and I was like mm-hmm. who would it be to have that conversation with and I was like it's got to be you because honestly <laughs> I mean you have the most beautiful way of walking the line between like being positive but also honoring your human like I just mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. best thing and I I honestly have not seen anyone who does it as gracefully as you and in a way that's so there's so much love about it the way you do it and I just think it's so mm. important to have this conversation because mm. this is one of the things I was not prepared for like I really mm-hmm. wasn't prepared for getting mm-hmm. into our growth journey right setting these awesome goals and then people not liking it as we grow mm-hmm. into the next version of ourselves and really not liking it yeah I have been here so many times and thank you for your kind words yeah. as well like it's it, it take it does take practice and it does take intention I was just thinking actually before we jump into the conversation I was just thinking how cool it is that we how long have we known each other two and a half years or so about yeah. two, about that yep. how we can just like go for ages without speaking and then we hop in into a conversation and we're like okay yeah cool and we just speak the depths of our souls it's yeah. not like 
anything surface we just go straight in <laughs> and yeah but for, for me that's it's so important in any relationship and you know when I think about we're talking yeah. about boundaries and when we when we start this journey you know not everyone's gonna like it and I realized the reason is is because or one of the reasons is um, it takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage to go to the depths of your consciousness, right? To, mm. to show up so fully as this is who I am, yeah. that not everyone's going to gonna like it. And when we start a spiritual journey, we start a spiritual path, you know, it's, it's like we remove all the layers that have been, um, we've been wearing our whole lives that are not our true selves and not it's it's not us and so as we remove them and we begin to show up fully ourselves <laughs> one of my teachers actually yeah. shared the most cool example of this you know when, when we are shining our light and we are embodying our fullest self and we're showing up and we're saying this is who I am and, and we go to the depths of our, our our souls and we speak truth and we share what's actually going on uh, you know it's like having two cars you know if you had two identical cars in a car park parked next to each other and they're exactly the same mm -hmm. right but one was dirty and the other one was like super clean if the dirty one was by itself, you wouldn't necessarily notice that it was dirty. You'd just be like, oh, it's just a car, right? But if it's parked next to the clean one, right, where it's nice and shiny and it's like Ooh. had a big wash, then it really, really makes the dirty one look dirty, yeah. right? Not that people are dirty, but when we hold <laughs> yes, so much yeah. light, right? Maybe that <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean, Libby. Keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's, the, what's the rating of this conversation? <laughs> um, you know, but, you know, it's like when we, when we, show up out as our true selves and we show up and we clean our energy up and we become you know really in integrity with ourselves we operate from a place of our highest alignment we come from a place of dealing with our shadows and we hold more light than you know even energetically but even the way mm. that we show up really reflects the the not cleanliness or the not you know that the, the things that are not in in others Yep. So that can really bring about, you know, we talk about triggers and when we're walking our path, it can really trigger others. That's kind of like energetically, you know, like it, mm. it's very, very real. So ah, I'm yeah. excited for what we're going to speak about today. Yeah, I've already got notes going. I've already, like, already got our next <laughs> couple of points. Um, <laughs> one of the things that was really interesting for me that I noticed with myself was the story that would come up. So let's say... I've been in a friendship, maybe that friend has been there a long time. And all of a sudden I start yeah. to notice that I feel quite drained after being around them, or I feel like I'm giving a lot more than I'm getting, or I feel like, and it sounds brutal, but I'm just going to be honest, because I think so many of us have this experience and we're not great at talking about it. But you know, yeah. like my phone would go off and I'm like, oh, that's not the response that I want from a friend. You know, I don't want to be like, oh God, what is it now? Like that's what was mm -hmm. happening. And with a lot of my really old friends, you know, and it's like, we're just not on the same path anymore. But what I would find mm. was that I'd have this, this real need to like look after them or this people pleasing tendency would kick in, right? Where I'm like, your emotions matter. And, um, and I'd look after them to my own detriment and I'd put them first, even though I was tired, even though I'd already given to everyone all day and what I needed was to turn my phone off and, mm. you know, go to bed or have a bath. I'd be mm -hmm. like answering their problems and, and, and enabling basically. Mm. But it was the, the story that would come up around um, if I was to leave them, like if I was to, because it, it wasn't, it wasn't even so much about not enabling. It became this fear of rejection. As I kept digging, it was like, oh, because mm -hmm. if I start pulling away, I would feel rejected, even though mm -hmm. 
it's just it's not personal it's just energy right we're allowed to outgrow each other we're allowed to change but in my mm-hmm. head I was like oh, but I feel abandoned but I feel rejected and so I would allow relationships to last that weren't serving me and actually weren't serving the other person either mm-hmm. what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I have been here so many times <laughs> so yeah it's, it's really fascinating when we find ourselves in situations like that or in relationships like that it's very easy to say you know we could break this down and look at this from so many different levels but let's look at this from a practical level to start with right if we're in a relationship and someone's messaging us and we're like oh my god like not again right but then we <laughs> still allow ourselves you know to sh- to to do the thing then we have to take responsibility for that first of all yeah. right like if we're complaining about something but we're still doing it then you know the joke's on us <laughs> yeah. so the first thing is to really like really identify that okay this is draining me right now okay well actually if we look at this even deeper then we can only allow ourselves like it, it, we allow ourselves to be drained yeah. right like yeah. people are like oh this person's draining me this person don't well we actually allow ourselves to be drained and so it's up to us and this is why I'm so big on energy is to really maintain and to protect our energy and to, to honor that to whatever mm. it is that's, that's coming up, find ourselves in that situation, then begin to look at, you know, oh, okay, what is it, what is it that, that is actually going on? Okay. Well, this person is needing me. Okay. Well, this person is needing me more than I can, more than I can give. Okay. Well then how do I now put boundaries in there? There's a couple of things that we can do, but the first thing is to really decide to make a change, right? Like yeah. I've been in this situation so many times. And when you talk about rejection, it's the same thing, right? It's like, what if they get upset that I'm now not replying and then they get annoyed at me. And so then I (laughs) feel rejected, right? So here we have this situation where we're now wanting to put in a boundary to make sure that we're protecting our energy because we're only going to give as much as we can give. And we're only, you know, we're going to honor that. And we're not Mm going to, um, especially if someone's in a space of neediness and there's this codependency going on and we're realizing that actually I no longer stand for that and we see where we have been allowing that to take place and we as soon as we begin to set our new boundaries right it, it really it's not up to us how the other person responds however it is such a trauma response from us to go, hang on, I want to set a new boundary, but now I'm the one that's going to feel like I'm wrong. Like this is such a, it's a, it's a trauma response, right? It's coming from a place of, you know, perhaps in the past, you know, and I see this a lot when we go into do um, soul retrievals through shamanic journeys or just meditations or uh, any energy work that, that we're doing. And it's like, we see it as from a situation where as a child, right? Let's say as a child, you've tried to stand up for yourself and your, your parents have said, hey, can you do this? And you really didn't want to. It really crossed your boundary, right? But mm. the parents are like, no, I'm the parent. You have to do this and don't talk back to me. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. that instilling in a child? Yeah. So we then learn to fear establishing and setting our own boundaries and setting up for ourselves. And instead, we're now like, if I set this boundary, what if I'm the one that's in the wrong? What if I'm the one that's rejected? Whereas in reality, it's like, hang on, what happens if we choose to love ourselves and choose to show up from a place of, you know, honoring the standard that we hold for ourselves? And if people want to play with us at that level, then cool. But if they're wanting us for our light or they're the reason we get drained, I know this is like a really long winded answer. No, so I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we look at this energetically as a society, we could get really big here, right? You get really big and really deep. 
we don't know. Effectively, we're so busy looking for external things to fill a void within us, right? We're addicted to addiction. We're addicted to pain. And this is very general. Obviously, this is not everyone, but as a, as a, as a collective and as humanity, you know, there is, we look at the rates of addiction. We look at all of these external things. This is us as human, as a collective, as, you know, and we, you know, so many individuals are looking external to fill a void. So we look external to drugs, to sex, to alcohol, to clothes, to shopping, to money, to uh, food. Like there's so we look outside of ourselves as well as to people, right? So as soon as someone comes along, let's say you come along and you've got so much light, you've got so much love to give, you've got so much joy, you're so radiant. And then there's someone else who's sitting in so much pain and, they, and you have been friends with them for a long time. And they love being friends with you because you just make them feel so good. So whenever they're around you, energetically we haven't learned right collectively we it's not like we go around teaching children here's how to find your own light here's how to connect to your own source energy here's how to fill your cup from within here's how you know like we it's yeah. just not done yet yeah. right and and so here you come along monica with your beautiful light and your beautiful love and you're so much love to give and you also right we also haven't learned how to hold our energy so people are take, they're like, oh my God, I love having Monica around. I feel so good when I'm around it because they're bringing, they're connecting with your life force, right? They're connecting with your light and they're using your light to make themselves feel good. They're using your light to fill that place within them. And then as soon as you go, they probably can't wait to see you again. Or they want to hang out with you again, 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 or they want, you know, yeah. to message you back and forth. They want your advice. They want to know, they, they want your, like, because they haven't learned how to fill that light that void within themselves so they're seeking externally so then we you know coming back to the other side of it we have to realize what's going on and we have to take responsibility for that and say okay right I can see what's going on here let me call back my life force let me call back my light let me set energetic like what I like to do is if I go out um and I always tell people to do this like before leaving the house any any day like just before leaving the house as I like to visualize uh like an energetic bubble like a really solid like a diamond or a crystal or something around your energy field mm -hmm. and I just you know it's taken me years to to cultivate this energy but if we do this daily we'll strengthen our capacity to hold our light without people being able to say oh I like that light let me take some for ourselves you know so we stop ourselves actually yeah. being drained to start with and 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 then yeah and then dealing dealing with it we've got to remember that it's up to us to set the standard for our lives it's up to us to set the standard for our relationships and if we are letting ourselves be taken advantage of right if, often if we feel drained we're also feeling taken advantage of yeah. and if we're if we're feeling that then we take responsibility we do all these things we realize what's going on and then we set a boundary right we set a boundary and we either that boundary is you know not replying straight away or you know taking your time having the bath right going to sleep turning yeah. your phone off or even just you know whether it's you saying like I'll reply to this soon or reply to this when I can or you know I'll come back to this tomorrow whatever whatever it is however you set the boundary and if it continues and then you know you need to set a stronger boundary right like I I I know that I've been here for this type of thing in the past, yeah. but now I can no longer be here for this, you know, like on, on tap, right? Like I've, I've got a business to yeah. run. I've got uh, all these other things going on. I, I, I can't be everything to everyone. Right. And 
how people respond is not up to us. It's not up to us. But as soon as we start, especially as, you know, when we're, when we're beginning this journey, if someone has been um, <laughs> getting the best of our loose boundaries mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we set boundaries in place, there's going to be a, um, what do you call it? Like a, a, a kickback. I'm just seeing like all of these energetic chords yeah. right now. It's like if you all of a sudden pull a cord away, it's going to like, yeah. uh, bounce that kind of thing. You get what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and however, that's not, that's not, that's not up to us, right? If someone's getting annoyed, mm. then that's, that's actually on them. How we go about it, like we can still go about it kindly. We can still go about it with love. We can still go about it, you know, in as, as, as kindly as possible. It's going to feel like you're being a bitch when you start. Like, Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I, oh God, I love this so much because I think firstly, at the core of it, in order for us to be able to do this, we really have to cultivate our sense of worthiness, don't we? Because in order for us to go, I deserve better. We have to believe that. Otherwise, we'll just spend our lives looking after everyone else, which is what we're taught to do. Everyone else's feelings matter. And I think especially when we're intuitives and empaths, we're very good because we know what they need. We know someone comes in and they're all depleted and down. We know that spending an hour with them, we can build them up. You know, you do it over and over again. And oh, yes, that's the first thing. The other thing I love that you speak about taking responsibility because this is the thing that's quite bitter to swallow in the moment it's so easy for us to get angry at people and one day we wake up and we're like oh this person just messages me whenever they want and they just do this yeah but we let them and that's the hard thing right like that thing of one finger pointing three fingers pointing back like it's so easy to be like who do you think you are to you know to treat me like this but then it's like but I let you and that's the thing I I think is so um confronting in the moment right Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. okay and so I've had this happen so many times where it's like all of a sudden I've just leveled up and I've been like suddenly aware of a relationship or and these are close these are people that are close to me often that have been there for a long time Mm -hmm. and so I realized I'll I'll, uh, talk about one in particular a uh, long, long-term friendship, like nine years. And I had this person up on a pedestal and I was just like, oh, this person is so amazing. What I realized one day I woke up and it was literally like one day I just had this vision, this clarity where I could see it for what it was. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why have I been, and why did I put this person on a pedestal? Like this person barely has time for me. They barely make time for me. Um, What, you know, and when I actually talked to them about it, uh, it did not end well. It did not end well. It was a very violent response. It was projection. It was, you're a shitty friend. You're so selfish. Like, I, it was not pleasant. So naturally, I got off that call, and I was really hurt, and I was really angry, and I was just like, oh, who do they think they are? And then pull out the journal, and I was just like, oh, shit, but I let them for nine years. And that's the thing. I was, And I was talking to my mom about it, and I said, why does he think he can treat me like this? He treats me like this broken little girl. And she said, yeah, because that's what you were when you met. And that's the thing. When I met him, I was, I was, you know, 23. I was, I was so broken and not the river broken, but you know what I, you know, I, I mm-hmm. had no self-awareness. I, I believed that I was worthless. 
And so that's why I accepted that behavior. And I hadn't, it's like mm-hmm. I hadn't upgraded my terms of friendship as, as I had grown. I was just settling for the same thing that I settled for when I was 23. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not going to fly anymore. And I, to be fair, did not communicate this well because I got angry. I wasn't like, yeah, it was like I snapped and I got angry. Um, but when I sat with my journal and I realized, yeah, but I chose that. And I think one of the hardest things is accepting the fact that often it's not going to end well and we have to be okay with that like if we can speak with as much integrity and as much love as possible but like you say we can't control how they're going to respond and if they were getting free coaching from us for several years and this free support worker and free cheerleader who always had their back and always put them first and we suddenly ripped that away it's going to shine a massive spotlight on all sorts of triggers for them that they probably don't want to look at. And Mm -hmm. they might not have the self-awareness to turn around and say, oh, this is my trigger. And so Mm -hmm. I've had this, like the projection being, and I talked about this in my last podcast, actually, but even the ones that I ended um, with a lot of love and like a lot of, you know, discussion and stuff, it's really hard. And especially when, yeah, you want to be a good person. You feel like a bitch. I love that. You do, you feel like such a bitch. And you're like, oh my God, I've hurt this person. No, I haven't. I think as, as long as we come from love always, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we didn't actually hurt them. That's their choice how to respond to that. But it is mm-hmm. so confronting in that moment. And you, especially when your friend is telling you you're such a terrible friend and you're selfish and stuff. And it makes you question that stuff Mm -hmm. and that's the stuff that I just was not prepared for you know like Mm -hmm. I remember at the start of my journey and and uh one of my coaches said to me you need to be prepared for everyone to leave I was like what excuse me this was I just started my photography business and um he's like yeah hardly anyone's going to come with you I was like what whatever and now I'm sitting in there I'm like oh (laughs) I really had no idea what that was going to be like but it's the, um, like I keep saying story in my head, it's the story that we hold about ourselves, right? And this is one thing that I love that you speak about this triggers and you speak about how we're not responsible for other people and we're truly not and embodying that as an art form, like to truly be able to, and also to truly be able to see ourselves and what we're worthy of and what we deserve, Um even when you've got people screaming at you, even when you came from, you did your very best to be gentle and loving and kind, like it's very confronting. And I so get why it could easily stop someone. Like it it would be easier to stay with your current friends. You don't have to make new friends. You don't have to hurt anyone's feelings, you know, but it means like you don't get to grow. So it's like you either get to grow and you get to serve many, many people or you stay still and be someone's free coach, basically. It's like, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's really fascinating. Like, there's no there's no one right way about it, you know. And when I just I, I'll always remember when I started this journey, you know, when I start when I start when I, I remember when I first went sober, that was like the first kind of that was the first kind mm-hmm. of realization that. Huh, everything everything's changing I wonder who's going to actually be here I wonder who's going to you know I wonder who's going to stay and there was nothing really too major that happened but it was as soon as I started my 
as soon as I started my business and as, as soon as I had this massive vision and, you know, I began, I spent a lot of time, a lot of time. So all of a sudden I was no longer available for, you know, catch-ups and, you know, dinners all the time and coffees and, you know, when I, when I went full time into my business, all my friends saw, you know, especially those that were doing shift work or, um, you know, they might've been home on particular days. They're like, Hey, you're home all day. Let's catch up. I'm like, no, <laughs> that I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing. And anyway, you know, it took a lot. There were, that was really when I had to learn. And when I realized that, ah, uh, okay, there are some changes that have to be made here because what I'm doing is not normal to most people. Like most mm. people cannot see what I can see. And so I really, and it takes a huge, huge commitment to ourselves you know we have to be faithful to ourselves we have to be faithful to our vision we have to be faithful that we show up in our highest from a place of true self-love and honoring what we're here to do because we're either trying to please everyone and really if we're trying to please everyone then we're clearly not committed and focused on pleasing ourselves right and if we're pleasing ourselves and we're living the life that we really want to live, then there's some people that, you know, as we change, are going to be really bothered by that. So that's okay. It's okay that that, that, that happens. And when we can show up with as much, <laughs> as much love as possible, you know, and, and as, you know, there are some, I remember some conversations that I had and I'm like, man, like that was when I was learning how to set boundaries. Like I would definitely add more compassion next time. Right. So it's like constantly learning and constantly evolving. And, you know, and then sometimes I'll look at things like, okay, you know, I was too nice there and I had no, no backbone in that. So let me, you know, let me find a balance. And, and there's no, there's no right way to do it, but each time, you know, each time something happens and we have to ask ourselves, you know, what are we committed to? Who are we committed to? Who are we being faithful to right now? You know? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. true. So how do you know when it's time to set boundaries? Because I found mm. that um, it's it's funny. It's very instant. Like it's it's like I li- literally wake up one day or I'll be sitting in my meditation and it's like, this person, I'm oh, shit. <laughs> or, I'll, mm. or I'll feel it in my body. Like I have these moments where it's just like, oh, like I, it's like I get held to account. It's like I can actually feel feel that something's really off and I feel when I have to drop and it sounds really judgy and I don't want it to come across this way because it's not it's like it's just an awareness I think of when we when we grow we're not on the same path anymore but it's like I feel like when I you know some of my really old friends and um they have very different priorities and different lifestyles and stuff and they want to talk about or they used to you know when I when we were still in touch like they'd want to spend Saturday afternoons talking to me about the four dudes they're chatting to on tinder and that sort of thing and I just feel this like gross feeling like it just it didn't resonate anymore you know it just mm-hmm. and it's it's not because it's not about judging them it's just like honoring your own path right and we have all this we have limited time and limited energy to invest in whatever we're doing and it's so hard because it's not it's not a judgment. It's just like an awareness of this isn't how I chose to spend my time anymore. So anyway, let me let you answer mm-hmm. that question. How do you know when it's mm-hmm. time to set boundaries with people? Yeah, well, with people. Okay, that's because setting boundaries, like first of all, if, if we'd been having this conversation six years ago, I'd be like, what does that even mean, right? And so it's yeah. like going to be different depending on where you're at in your journey. Yeah. So for me, for my, myself, the first place that I set boundaries is with myself. 
Mm. right? Like I set boundaries around what I tolerate within my life, within what I, the thoughts that I choose and the thoughts that I choose to believe. I set boundaries around the types of emotions that I'll, you know, that I'll allow, I'll allow, set boundaries around, you know, really what I, what I allow within my own consciousness to dictate my life right? Like, so it really starts with ourselves and it's very challenging to set boundaries with others when we actually haven't got really strong boundaries with ourselves. And, you know, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, for me, a boundary that I, that I had to start, and I think this came, it's all very hazy, but I think it's important that we speak about ourselves first and we even, then, then we can speak about, you know, others like because we've got to get ourselves in check and actually understand what what a boundary even looks like before we can set it right so for me for example a boundary that I set in place was um giving myself my morning ceremony time like my I'm like I there is I'm not doing anything in the world until I have connected with source the universe god Mm -hmm. uh, for the day I have I'm not doing anything else until I have you know like I have a shower first thing as soon as I get up and when I'm in the shower I cleanse my you know see my energy being cleansed and and I really begin to set my energy and my tone of mood for the day Mm. um you know so there's certain things that I do in the morning before doing anything else and you know do my energy work meditation set intentions journaling it doesn't need to be the same but it's make sure that I am 100% before I go out into the world or you know in my in my inbox into the world (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and and then when it comes to um the flip side of that is really getting clear on who I'm becoming and where I'm going, right? So if, if we're not sure who we're becoming, how or, you know, or where we're going, then how are we going to set boundaries like that? So, mm-hmm. and I can remember very, very early on, like you know, five and a half years ago, when I was learning how to set boundaries, I'd been the type of person, <laughs> and there's actually a whole chapter in my book about this, it's funny. Um, I, I, I was the type of person who would always say yes to everything. Hey, Libby, do you want this? tequila shot yeah hey do you want to come to this party yep hey do you want this line of coke yep hey do you want to do this yeah hey do you want to cut yeah 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 let's do it let's do it let's do it so when I started my journey I had to and I I had to learn how to say no right now this for me was the first boundary I, I had to learn how to say no actually no I'm not doing that I'm not putting myself in that environment no I'm not tolerating that I'm not allowing that and I would practice, drive, I remember driving, I remember very clearly, I was living in Wellington, at the, Wellington in New Zealand at the time, I remember driving somewhere and I remember saying out loud, no, no thank you, no thank you, <laughs> no thank you. And I was literally practicing this new energy of setting a boundary of if someone was to say, hey Libby, do you want to drink? No, like no thank you. So that for me really was <laughs> kind of the, the first entry point. So again, this you know, this conversation depending on where you're where you're at is gonna it's gonna look very different for everyone yeah but learning to say no and learning what your boundaries for yourself are first and showing up for yourself you know showing up if you set a boundary with yourself that no I'm not gonna drink anymore or no I'm not gonna um go and message that guy anymore or no I'm not gonna you know fall back into that relationship anymore Mm. we have to hold ourselves and we have to hold that boundary for ourselves first because what we tolerate and what we allow within ourselves is how we educate others to treat us Mm. so there will become a very organic process where those that aren't aligned or don't understand our new boundary with ourselves, they will naturally fall away 
right? As I started saying no to parties and drinks, right? People just learned not to ask me anymore. And then those relationships that were based on a past version of me, there was no, there was no, um, there were no arguments. There were no disagreements as such. It was very much just an organic falling away. There have then been other situations and other times where I've stood up in new levels of leadership, right? Like if we bring this into business and we bring this into leadership and um, and there had been people that had come that were very, we'd met at the very beginning of my business. So again, they'd met a different version of me. And all of a sudden I was showing up as this new version and I couldn't give them the time or the, um, you know, all the things that they used to get from me. And this then bothered them. So, however, it was only because I had set a new standard within myself and how I was showing up that when this person came to me and wanted me to be a past version of me. And I said, hey, look, like, this is who I am now. Like, this is what I stand for now. Like, this is what I believe. This is, this is that if you, if you want to come over here with me, I will welcome you with open arms. However, like you're trying to talk to a past version of me right now. Um, you know, and then and disagreements may happen. So it's really about us knowing about knowing what we stand for, knowing what we will tolerate, and then showing up for ourselves. And it's when we show up for ourselves that we can then set boundaries with with others. You know, and it's not even necessarily setting a boundary. It's it's all within us. Like it, it's. When I, when I used to think of boundaries, I used to think it was like, oh, I have to tell that person what to do. No, we don't have control over anyone else. We only have control over ourselves. Mm. And so when we can tell ourselves what to do, you know, reply to that message later, you know, say that, you know, have this conversation, yeah. whatever that is, then others will respond to that and how they respond is up to them. Yeah. Does that answer it? Does that give you yes. insight? And you okay. know, I'm just going to yeah. show you something which no one else will be able to say. Can you say my note here in the highlighted? It says, uh, it says say saying no. no. That's why I was laughing because right before you started talking about that, I was like, and I highlighted it even. Like ask her about saying no. I love that. Because it, it's like it all fits together so beautifully, right? That we're not taught how to do this, really. We're taught to say yes to everyone and be a good person and be nice mm-hmm. to everyone and yeah. I that saying no it makes me laugh when you're practicing saying it because I remember probably this is probably like four or five months ago the universe like handed me an opportunity to practice this and I knew I was like just say no so someone called me um for a charity event they wanted to know if I'd photograph it for free and mm-hmm. so it was going to be like an hour drive each way I'd work I'd shoot for two hours I probably have to edit for like two or three hours. So it's a lot of time that I wasn't going to get paid for. My gut said no, straight away, right? Straight away. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm on the phone mm-hmm. to this person and I know this person, I really like this, like really love her. And like, they've just written this book and it's all, and it's like, so, you know, you like, you want to say yes, but I was like, no, nah, I have to say no. So I said to her mm-hmm. straight up, hey, this is so cool. And I'm so like, excited for you with your book and everything, but I'm not the right person for this. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I recommended uh, a school that she go and get some student photographers. Cause I said, you're going to get two for the price of one. They're going to be so excited to have an opportunity to shoot. Mm-hmm. And this person on the phone turned around and she said, thank you so much for being so direct with me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And they went and got student photographers. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I was just like, this is so exciting that 
this is what happens. This is the level that I'm now at where people say, I totally understand. And most mm-hmm. of the people around me are like that now. Like if I said, hey, mm-hmm. I need to po- like postpone this call because um, I'm really needing some self-care time. Mm-hmm. Like nine out of 10 people would go, totally, go do you. We'll chat when you're, yeah. you know. I mean, how exciting is that? But it's like, it's like I really want to celebrate anyone who's on the path of doing that because it is not easy to get to that point. Like there were a lot of people that didn't honor my no, you know, that said, oh, don't you remember when I did this for you or how selfish are you? Even when expressed with love, even when standing in my truth, mm-hmm. I didn't get that beautiful response. Um, but it, yeah, the saying no thing, like, powerful (laughs) yeah it is it is and I I love what you've spoken about there as well like there comes a point where you set boundaries and and people that are people that are willing to meet you at your new level they'll be like damn like thank you so much like so much of the time whenever I set a new boundary or someone's kind of finding like maybe finding where my boundaries are or finding what it is that I'll allow Mm -hmm. and I'll say you know no or you know I would prefer if we did it this way instead like that that just doesn't sit right with me or you know really love I always come into my heart and always ask okay how can I bring this through that bring this you know conversation or this answer or this response or this boundary with as much love and as much compassion as possible and more more often than not like here we've been speaking about the 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 shit <laughs> that might happen right yeah whereas w- what actually happens is those around us that are meant to come with us the amount of times it's same thing that people will say thank you so much for leading in that way or thank you so much for showing me especially when it's with clients or people in my community and I'll set a set a boundary of actually like I, I see what you're trying to do however this mm. is this is how I do things um they'll be like thank you so much for showing me that and also for showing me how to lead in that way and set a boundary with so much grace and you know the people that are learning from us and that are so excited to be in our world to be in our field to be in our environments to have us in their lives will always always honor and respect whatever standards we set I have a couple of friends a couple of friends that have stayed with me this whole time in fact one of my best friends and the, like I always say, like if, if you if you need a friend who is gonna be there right away, reply straight away, like then I'm not your girl. Like that's just not how I operate. I don't I don't yeah. do well in friendships where it's constantly back and forth. I've got so many uh, things in my life that I that I love to give so much to. But when I'm with you, I am with you. Like I I mm. will you know I go and I go and spend days with you and put everything else aside. And when I'm with you, I'm with you. But if you need me to be there on call I'm that's that just doesn't work with me and so there are a few people who have come with me the whole way and that is beautiful like yeah that that is beautiful so yeah I love that the balance it's a dance yeah and I love that so much too because it's it's so powerful when you realize how much you can rely on yourself (laughs) when you fully recognize that I can actually do everything for myself I can give myself everything that I need I actually don't need to outsource even like if I was to feel lonely, which I never do because I actually love my time alone now. I mean, that's what cats are for, right? But no, <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also like yeah, but it's like, there's nothing to stop me from going to meditate or journal. If I'm feeling lonely, why? What is the thing that I'm trying to avoid feeling right now? Chances are, if I'm trying to fill my time up and distract myself with someone else and make them responsible for my feelings, 
then there's more going on anyway. Mm-hmm. So for me to sit with my journal would be way more beneficial, you know? And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then every time you do it, it's like you build up this muscle of empowerment. And every time you do it, you show yourself, oh, I smashed that. I'm actually so strong and so courageous. Mm-hmm. I could have just gone and had some wine, but I didn't. Instead, I opened my journal, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it's, that's the muscle that as we build it up, we realize I actually can say no because I'm I am like worthy of it. I'm worthy mm-hmm. of of friends that respect me and mm-hmm. recognize how valuable my time is and really appreciate their time with me, not people that yeah want to use me as a free counselor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But and and also understanding mm-hmm. that that we let them. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like this on this path where you start, suddenly start waking up to all the areas we've been allowing people to treat us so much less than we actually deserve. It's like there is a, a period of sort of snapping it back into like where it needs the balance, you know, like where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's only temporary. And also I love what you said about um, like you become the example right, for other people. You give them permission. When you say no with love mm-hmm. to someone, you show them that that's mm-hmm. okay. And that just because you said no, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't love them anymore or care about them. It just means that mm-hmm. you're actually allowed to say no to people. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And you just spoke about something really beautiful and important as well. Like, yes, you can say no, but also there is, or rather, and also there is this, you know, in, in shamanism, it's called uh, the sacred reciprocity. And it's like, you know, in the universe, everything is balanced. Mm. You know, there is a give, there is a receive. There's a give, there is a, there's a give, there's a take. It's, it's equal, right? There's this. Yeah this equal exchange so whenever we're in a relationship and you know if we choose to rise or we choose to move forward or we choose expansion we choose growth anything that is not in balance is not in alignment is going to the universe is always going to make sure that everything comes back into balance yeah right that's yeah. always it's always going to happen you know it's, it's yeah in all things especially in relationships so yeah I love that what you said as well. Like it's it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, exchange okay. that takes place. Yes, absolutely. Now, this is another question that I have for you. So let's say we've gone through this path, we've realized that we deserve more. We're holding ourselves to a higher standard, right? Our energy yeah. has shifted. And all of a sudden, we've noticed that people are starting to disappear from our life. Now, this happened, like this happens for all of us, right? But I've, this is where, you know, just like cycle back to the start of this podcast, the story that we tell ourselves. So what I found so interesting in observing us within myself was I knew that we weren't on the same page anymore. Like, and that was totally fine. There was nothing, no, nothing nasty, nothing, none of that. It was just that we were, we're different priorities, right? Mm -hmm. And I noticed a bunch of people over here and I felt rejected, even though, Nothing had happened. I just felt so rejected. And I was like, I remember journaling about this one day and I was like, what if it's not rejection? What if it's just energy? <laughs> what if it's just, we're not in alignment anymore and that's totally mm-hmm. fine. It doesn't diminish anything. Mm-hmm. It just means mm-hmm. that maybe we like that whole reason season or a lifetime thing. What if it's just that we're not like, we're not on the same wavelength anymore mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. like they're sitting there because you know your head can go crazy ego take over like 
they're sitting around, they're criticizing you, they hate you. Oh my God. Like, honestly, you know, that, that old story that comes in, like, I'm rejected. It's because I'm not good enough. It, people, everyone hates me now. No, what if it's just energy? What is mm-hmm. your advice for um, working through like that story? I guess it's really about self-belief, isn't it? Really backing yourself and knowing your worth. But what would you say? Like, how can you explain this for people but when those triggers come up around feeling unworthy as you notice things shifting like people shifting out of your life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah this is this is really interesting so there's two there's two perspectives that that um that I would look at this from and obviously it's gonna gonna differ slightly situation to situation but at the end of the day like every, <laughs> everyone thinks that everyone thinks about us right like we're sitting we're like oh my god everyone thinks about us what, what are they what do yeah. they think if, if we're if we're listening to um the fears that are going on in our mind and the fears that are going on in our consciousness we're like oh my gosh all of these people are sitting around thinking about me they're sitting around talking about me that is not true, right? <laughs> that is not true. People are so self-absorbed that they're probably more busy thinking about themselves. Yeah. And if they are thinking about you, good on them. You're that worthy of them thinking about. So either way, they're, you know, like either way. Yeah. <laughs> like you can see that if they're if they're thinking about you, great. You're that important that they're thinking about you, right? So but there's a couple of things that that I like to do, right? If we're looking at up-leveling, especially like when we're looking at, okay, mm. we're, we're, we're making some changes, we're really beginning to step into more love, we're really honoring our potential, we're really holding this vision that we that we perhaps haven't even shared with the world yet, but it's in our heart, we're really beginning to take action on this. And there are some things that we're doing in our, in our life, you know, that you might be thinking, there's some things that I'm now doing in my life that you know, are requiring a new version of me. And, you know, all of a sudden there's this group of people or these, these people that, you know, we used to be really good friends and now, and now, now we're not right. The mind is going to, until you train your mind, like mm-hmm. I, I come now, like I still have, st- I still do mindset work every single day, but I'm in such a place now where my resting mindset is from a place of love. Like most of the time, However, it wasn't always that way. And so first of all, we've got to remember that like <laughs> number one, your life is your life is your life. What other people are going to think, other people are going to think it's none of your business. Yeah. It's, not, it's none of your business. If they're thinking about you, amazing. You're that important that they're thinking about you. If they're not, great. Let them live their life. The second thing I like to do is if there's anything really debilitating that's keeping us um in a state of fear or in a state of anxiety or in a state of like, oh my gosh, they're, you know, you said before, like, oh, they're hating on me or they're they're thinking about these things. I invite like your, your body always remembers, right? So when we're having these thoughts, our mind is created from uh, past experiences most of the time, right? We've mm-hmm. got so much information in our subconscious. We've got so much information in our emotional body. So there's normally an emotion that's associated with the thought. So what I like to do as I like to ask, you know, if, if you're feeling this and if you're going through this, I would ask your, your body, when was the very first time that you felt this same feeling? Yeah. Cause I guarantee it's not now, right. It would have been at some point in your past, right. Mm-hmm. In your first seven years of life in your first 12 years of life in your teenage years in your twenties, there would have been a very first moment of time. In fact, it would be earlier than your 20s because we've experienced most of our emotions by the time we're in our 20s, mm. right? So when was the very first time that you experienced the same emotion, right? So what we're doing here is we're not just 
building a castle on top of sand. We're actually digging into the sand to build really strong pillars to build the castle on top of. It's kind mm. of, <laughs> you know. Um, and so what we're doing here is we're clearing out any of the emotional garbage that's not helpful, the mindset and the beliefs that really aren't serving you as you move forward. And the way that we do that is we look at the origin of them. Yeah. This is part of my quantum abundance method as well, by the way. So if you um, if you look at the very first time that you experience this and you look at all of the like experiences that happen, the situation, the circumstances that you found yourself in, and you realize, huh, actually this, this first time that I felt the same emotion that I'm feeling right now, the same fear that I'm feeling right now, you know, I was four years old, I was seven years old and this is what was going on. Or there might be a string of events. There might be a lot, right? And yeah. it might be different every time that you do it, right? There's, it might be several things. Yeah. So yeah. at at some point in time, you've adopted a belief, you've adopted an energetic agreement, right? Where you feel like you're not good enough, where you feel like other people are talking badly about you, where you feel rejected, where you feel judged, right? Something in the context of this. So your job then now is the adult that is now creating your own reality, that is moving forward in your leadership and moving forward and bringing your dreams to life is to love those versions of you that didn't know how to find that love within themselves in those early on moments. Mm. Yeah. Once you can see these past versions of you and see the lie that was created, right? These are lies that are created in our consciousness. It's Mm. not true that you're not good enough. It's not true that you're going to be rejected. It's not true that people hate you, right? It's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So these are lies that we are holding in our belief system. And when we look at this, you know, energetically as well, they're literal energetic agreements. So if we have these beliefs, then we're probably going to be, have attracted things that confirm this belief, right? There's a whole holistic way that this, that these are playing out in our lives. Yeah. So from here, what you then do is you now choose your new beliefs, right? So once you've looked at the original beliefs, you've now learned how to love those original versions of you, those past versions of you, and you've realized that, hey, you are good enough. Mm. Hey, you are so worthy. Hey, you are amazing. Hey, that situation that you were in at that time, you know, all of those years ago, I understand that you feel that you were rejected or that you weren't good enough or that you were made to feel, you know, unworthy in those moments. That's not true. I love you. I'm here. You're amazing. And we're now here creating this life. And we now choose to believe, and this is where we then create our new beliefs. We now choose to believe that actually people really love us. That actually yeah. the aligned people in our lives that are meant to be in our lives, they respect us, that they are so excited by who we're becoming, yeah. that they see our light and they honor us for who we are. And so we begin to develop this, this pool of new beliefs. And the more that we uh, connect with and feel in our body, these new emotions that go with the belief, the way to instill a belief even quicker is to associate an emotion with it. Mm. All right. So if we can choose a new belief and feel the emotion that goes with it and see that these match, then we begin to cultivate this in our entire body system at a soul level. So, you know, if you know how to do this, it can also be really helpful to do a soul retrieval as well, especially if we're dealing with trauma responses and parts of our soul have actually left to keep us safe. Then it can be really helpful to call all of these soul parts back to feel, you know, to be whole. 
yeah to be whole yeah to move yeah. forward so that's it it's it's kind of the short answer it's kind of the it's, it felt like it was a very long answer <laughs> yeah. but that's the that's the overview <laughs> yeah 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 I love that so much that um you know even like in NLP and stuff they talk about uh perception as projection so you know if we're talking about other people being triggered and projecting it's like we still have to look at that within ourselves as well if, if I'm sitting here going oh they're rejecting me it's like well okay I'm actually doing that to myself but but and so that's actually what a blessing it's so funny because this is where you always pop into my head because I you know now I'm like this is actually such a blessing that I get to see where there are still parts of me that can heal more and like deepen in my own self-love and self-worth I wouldn't see that if I wasn't being triggered so it's actually and I love what you say it's not even about them it's something to do with them it's the story that I'm telling myself um and what I also love you know is that everything and again like NLP um the subconscious mind stuff is just it blows me away when you learn more and how connected it is to spirituality just so beautiful but how they talk about um you know everything has a positive intention everything that we do has a positive intention so even for me at some point holding a belief that I wasn't good enough actually served me and I know what that belief is because I've I've been there in meditations that it was to protect me because I had a belief that if I was talented then I wouldn't be loved so it served me by not by being too afraid to be seen because then I could be loved you know so it's like but these triggers then show us the parts of us that aren't or like where there's a part that's working for us and a part that's not and where we can integrate them it's like it's phenomenal right mm-hmm. so cool um mm-hmm. I've just written some notes here I, I wrote so much that my pen died so I'm now writing <laughs> an orange highlighter that's funny um, I, that, that gift thing is really important though like if we can see yeah. an old belief that's outdated and we also say, well, what, what's the actual, what has this been bringing me? What, how has this been protecting me? How has this been a gift, yeah. you know, up until this moment, then we can find a new way to find, to, to receive or to get that same gift in our new belief system. So yes, yes I love that. It's really important. Well, it came from you. So <laughs> that's my lovely voice in my head. But it's, it's interesting eh? because I, I often talk to people about this. It's like where people fight their ego and they're like, shut up, ego voice. I'm like, no, you've still got to love that. Like that, that part of you has been keeping you safe and keeping you alive. It doesn't, it's not going to help you to hate and push against a part of yourself. But when you can understand what its purpose was, like it actually did serve you. I think that was, mm-hmm. I also learned a lot about that in that book, You're a Badass by Jen Sincero, mm-hmm. which was a book that you got me to read actually a while ago. But anyway, um, I just wanted to comment too on, you know, when, when what we think other people think. Um, firstly, it's always our perception based on what we actually think about ourselves. But secondly, how many times have we gone to the negative when actually people are thinking really lovely things? Like, so often right so often and it's mm-hmm. I, I just love this whole thing of like rewriting our story and our beliefs and uh yeah how we feel about ourselves because it's so often you could be like and I think social media is very triggering for a lot of us too because it's very easy to make up scenarios that aren't true or make up stories about why someone does, doesn't like this or that and it's like because they didn't see it because they're living their life like <laughs> it's not they're sitting at home conspiring how can I destroy you like no they're not but like to understand again you know how okay for a little while maybe that those beliefs actually 
served us to play it so small, but we don't have to stay there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that cracks me up. Like, I honestly remember the first time I was like 19 and I was working in at a bakery and like I went behind the counter and stuff and there was this lady that kept staring at me for ages every time I looked up she was staring at me and I was getting so angry about it and I was like oh she's thinking this and she's thinking that I'm hideous and she's thinking all this stuff and then she comes up to me and she's like I love your earrings where did you get them from (laughs) and I was like it's one of those moments where I was like, I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life because I just learned a valuable lesson. Mm. Like, you know, we have no idea. Um, And one of the things actually that helped me with this too was I started a positivity folder in my phone. So so to counteract when I was really focused on, like, I need to rewrite this negative story about how, you know, worthless Mm -hmm. and whatever, um, I started collecting evidence because you can't Mm. argue with that, right? Oh, here's mm-hmm. right now I have 300 screenshots on my phone of messages mm-hmm. that people have sent me or comments or so anytime that I feel like, oh, what I do doesn't matter. And that's, I've literally got 300 people saying things about how it did matter, you know, and it's like, I love that. I've goosebumps too. I love that too. Like having all these different yeah. strategies because um, yeah. some days, like some days it is hard. Some days you do think, oh, but when you've got 300 people who said, no, you actually made a massive difference to me then makes it a lot easier right to continue no matter what triggers are coming up or no matter what people are projecting <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's so important our brains we you know when we're wired to protect ourselves to keep ourselves safe and so mm-hmm. we're going to remember all of the times you know we're going to remember the times where the one time where someone was not nice versus the 100 times where people were really nice right yeah. Like, yeah. you know like it's, it's just how our, how our brain works so when we can strengthen our inner belief system but also strengthen our inner belief system to a place where we know ourselves so deeply that whether someone says something good or something not pleasant we know who we are to ourselves mm-hmm. right it's not like we're reaching for those positive comments to feel like our our goodness is being proven right like to feel validated like when we can find yeah that inner validation within ourselves then we become really unshakable because if if all of a sudden if we're waiting for you know people around us to say good things about us for us to feel good then if someone says something bad then we're gonna it's gonna and I'm speaking from experience here right then yeah. we're we're gonna our um I always like to call it like being emotionally tripped up like a I used to be really, really tripped up every time that someone would say something really bad. Whereas when I learned how to cultivate that validation, that part of me was that we all want, right? We all want to be told that we're amazing. We all want to feel special. Mm. We all want to know that we're doing a good job. When we can find that within and we can know that within ourselves and not have to wait for someone to say it and not have to wait for, you know, to receive that then we become really, really, really unshakable. And it takes, like, it it can help having the outside world reflected back to you. It can help. Like, it's nice. It's lovely to receive lovely messages. It's really nice. But can we we feel that same feeling that we feel when we get a nice message or when we get a nice piece of feedback with or without it, Mm. right? Yeah. I love that. You just named the podcast, Unshakable. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, I love it <laughs> yeah it's important yeah. it's cool when we find our grounding yeah, yeah. yeah we set boundaries you know when we're unshakable we set boundaries from this place we 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 
step into our vision from this place. We become the version of us, you know, the, the man or the woman that we're becoming, yeah. you know, from this place, everything, everything stems from this place. And that's right. I truly believe that, you know, magic is made and that our greatest lives happen when, when we can cultivate all of that energy from within. So Mm. I love that <laughs> unshakable perfect I name. love that too okay I have, I have one more question if that's right and I was just checking the time I was like how long have we been talking for because honestly I get sucked into this vortex like, <laughs> is it still Tuesday oh like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 25 there, there was one question that I wanted to ask in particular and I want to give some context for this because I don't know when this was like maybe a month ago a couple of months ago someone attacked in your Facebook group, someone wrote some really like nasty stuff and attacked everything that you guys are doing. And the way that you handled it was total boss, man. That was so good. These posts, I'd love for you to talk through that process and how you handled it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I woke up to some, um, so I host a free Facebook group. It's called Sacred Wisdom Keepers and Guides of the New Earth. And it's all around uh, every everything that I stand for so it's around healing it's around there's a lot of um, soul work there's a lot of abundance we talk about shamanism we talk about uh, there's, it's a beautiful beautiful tribe of people and one of the biggest beliefs that I have that as we're creating the new earth as we're taking our visions and bringing them into life that abundance is the way of the future right like I believe in a world and I see a world where everyone has more than enough to survive but also to thrive and one of the resources that we have in our world is money right and so money I I love money right I didn't always love money I used to not want anything to do with it anyway I ran a program called um uh what was it abundant it was abundance fest and it was activating your blueprint to riches right so when we realize that our natural state is abundance and we're operating in harmony with with the universe and with the planet yeah. Um, we're going to be abundant, right? We're going to be abundant in all areas of our life. And the way to abundance, I believe, right? And this is how I have experienced this. This is how most people in my world, most of my clients, most of my community now create abundance in their businesses is through the inner work. It's the alignment of mind, body, soul. Money is the byproduct, right? Mm -hmm. When we can serve and when we can align our mindset, our I call it our heart set and our body to health to vitality, to energy, to abundance, to love, then we become magnetic in, in, in becoming rich in all areas of life, right? We make more money, we um, receive more things, we, we create the most amazing lives from this place. Anyway, that was a kind of a back fact. Mm -hmm. So I had this woman come in who really, she must have just seen one word or something. I don't know. I, don't, I can't even know. But she put this big post in the group. Um, I can't even remember, but it was just like, um uh what do you call it slandering or slandering I can't even think of these words I was like so proud of my rather consciousness I'm like what is it called when people are mean to each other um <laughs> that's a nice word I would have said something else but yeah <laughs> right she just she she was expressing her thoughts she really did not agree with um richness she didn't agree with loving money she didn't agree with um and it's funny because one of my actually the um my teacher who I trained under in my shamanic apprenticeship, he was, he always laughs about this. And he was like, what? Cause he saw the post, he messages, messages me. He goes, what? So someone believes that it's okay that they work in this way or that you, they, you're expected to just give all of your services for free. Like, no money is just energy. Money is an exchange of energy. When we use it beautifully, 
uh, when you work with the divine spirit of money, it's the most amazing thing. Anyway, so this woman very, very, very disagreed and blah, 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 blah in the group on her own page, um, on her own personal page, blah, 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 slandering my work. Um, She must have gone and found some things that I'd done online and like, and put these on her page and was in the group. And I'd seen some people back and forward having a conversation because of course this happened while I was still asleep. So I woke up in the morning, you know, when I came to my phone in the morning. Um, to see all of these, all of these things, all of these comments. And at first, right, I, I still, when I, when I see these things and when these things happen, I still have an emotional response. I'm not at the stage yet where, um, where I'm like fully unshakable in it. Right. It's like, I still feel emotions. I still feel an emotional response. <laughs> um, and more, yeah, it's more so like, if I feel like I'm like, Oh, and then I looked further I looked deeper um sorry I'm just getting all these things on my phone at the moment um you know I looked deeper at the at the (laughs) messages she'd left all over her personal profile and in the group and I was like oh wait and I could see her level of consciousness right I could see her perspective Mm. where she was coming from um so I just replied and I said look I spoke my truth I was like look I you know I can't actually remember my reply but it was something along, along the lines of um you know I hear what you're saying however this is a group this is what I tolerate in this group I will not tolerate any sort of bullying any sort of hate speech anything where you're bringing my community you know she was then like going in and attacking different people in the in the community as well um and I was like this is not what we're tolerating here this is not what we're about if you want to have a conversation then I'm happy for that however this is not the energy. This is not the way that you talk to me. This is not the way that you talk to anyone in my community. Mm. Goodbye. So I removed her and then I private messaged her the same thing just in case she hadn't seen it. So she could see what, you know, I had responded to her. Um, yeah. And that was, and that was kind of it. Like, and then I put, I posted about it because I, for me, it's really important that when someone slanders and there's, I mean, there's so many, so many, there's no, right way around this but when someone slanders you or your work there comes a point where you also get to stand up for yourself I used to be someone who would hide and I'd be like that's not true Mm. but I wouldn't necessarily stand up for myself because I'm like well the truth will always speak for itself however there are some times where where especially when others are involved and when my community is involved that we have to learn how to speak our boundaries right this is me speaking my boundaries very loudly very clearly so that everyone can see, hey, if you come into my group and you try to, or you come into my space or you come into my world and you try to talk to me or my people like this, mm. you're not like, this is just not how we're going to do things around here. Like you cannot come into my free group and do this, this, and this, yeah. take advantage of these things, speak to my people like this. That is not okay. This is what we stand for. This is what we believe in. Oh, that's right. It was around spirituality. She was questioning my spirituality because I liked money. That's right. Um, <laughs> you should be yeah, poor so you should be poor yeah, and miserable exactly 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 that's that, that that that's right I, I remember now that's right that re- and that's why I was like actually this is such a big belief that I do not agree with whatsoever um here's what I do agree so really it became a really awesome opportunity to step up in my leadership and show to you know to my community show to you know, myself even actually, this is what I stand for. You can come and you can try these things. However, no, I'm not tolerating that. This is not allowed in here. And mm. 
this is what we are about. If you want to come with us, amazing. You will, again, you will be welcomed with an open heart and open arms. However, if you're going to be disrespectful, I'm sorry, but I do not tolerate that. So again, it's like this, it was this beautiful learning opportunity for really showing up, leading from a place. I am very big on leading with grace. Like this is really important to me where we can lead with so much compassion and kindness and love and not take shit. If someone's, if someone's being rude and someone's being really shitty, then there comes a time where we go, actually, that's not what I'm tolerating in this space. So mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. It was funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of, um, oh, what I, what I did do, which is really important. I dealt with any of my triggers before applying. Like I yeah. always make sure that I do, that I clear my emotional field, that I clear all, um, uh, so that there's no emotional charge going into what I'm saying. Cause I, again, it's like being energetically and emotionally responsible and mature to mm. hold our own energy, deal with our own stuff right? My triggers, that's my responsibility. If I'm, yeah. if I'm upset that she's upset with me, that's my, that's actually my issue, right? What is not my issue is what she was putting in all of the things. Yeah. So yeah, clear our energy, clear our emotions, and then respond from a really empowered place. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so important to, to not make other people's behavior about us. And that comes mm. down to us, right? Like I, Oh, years ago on this podcast, Zareen, she was talking about how, you know, for example, if you had to, let's say you're going to meet a friend for lunch and you were running late and you had to cancel and it was like 15 minutes beforehand. If that friend had had a really crap day, they might rip your head off. If they had a great day, they're likely to be a lot more compassionate and understanding. And it's like, we don't have control over what kind of day someone's had. Like our moods are so all over the show. It's There's no truth in it. You know, it's not like, you're a bad friend because you couldn't make lunch, but the way someone might behave, we don't know if that lady's dad just died. You know, we have no idea what's just happened mm -hmm. for them that might make them behave a certain way. But our power, and this is like honestly one of the most important lessons I think I've learned so far and I'm still learning, is that mm -hmm. it's not about me. It's in my choice to not put my worth and my value in a story about someone else is like, my greatest power to be able to remove myself right and not make it about me and oh it's because I'm not good enough no no <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah exactly exactly yeah it's not yeah. about us <laughs> yeah so that was the other name that I was looking at but you've just evolved this podcast is now going to be called becoming unshakable so I love oh, that it's like the, it. the, the journey the process because we're always going to be learning and growing I love that okay yeah Oh my gosh, I could talk to you for days. I, <laughs> I feel all like energized and alive now. Um, but before you go, I'd love for you to share a bit about your book because it's coming out as well. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Yes, so this is very exciting. And depending on when we are live with the podcast, the book is, it's oh my gosh, it is a journey of... If it, I'll give you the title. It's called How to Unmess Your Life. It's an unconventional guide to healing, happiness, and living your life's purpose. And it is literally a journey. It is based on my entire healing journey. It's based on what I teach my clients. It's based on what, how I help people go from a, a messy life, right, from where I was. My life was a mess. Um, and I take you through all of the steps, all of the processes, all of the questions, all of the inner work to go from where you are now in your life to where you want to be 
yeah. like to really living a life of happiness, of purpose, and going through your own healing journey. Um, there's a lot of inner work through it, of course, um, which is amazing. And yeah, it's, it's a, a journey and we get to go on this journey together from start to finish. Yeah. It's so beautiful. There's a playlist that goes with the book as well. So when you read it oh. and you get to listen to the playlist and you go through um, go through the questions and yeah, there's a lot of a lot of depth that um that we go into in the book so it's sort of like a yeah. course I guess so you could it's a yeah. it's a book it's a course it's a journey of self-discovery and yeah it's out on the 22nd of September on Amazon 22nd of which September. I'm so excited yeah oh so gosh. so so excited about 22nd of September it's a Wednesday in New Zealand or the 21st which is a Tuesday if you're in Europe or, or the Americas yeah or Africa yeah yeah oh, so, oh it's yeah, so exciting yeah. everyone so exciting. go and get a copy <laughs> so exciting yeah, yeah. super cool it's an amazing it's an amazing like it's all if you've enjoyed this conversation that monica and i that we've been having about those listening there's a lot of the concepts that we've kind of skimmed the surface on that we go a lot deeper into in the book yeah. yeah so I take you through like quantum abundance method um I take you through different systems and how to get your brain on your team mm-hmm. I like to you know really cultivate such a strong mindset I take you through really like the seven steps of key life transformation yeah. um yeah originally originally give you a concept of this originally when this um when I was bringing the book all together it was based on 21 days of healing so it was first of all going to be 21 days of healing but I realized it could take someone like months to go through the book because it's yeah. like, so much that we go into yeah. so <laughs> how to unmiss your life <laughs> so exciting yeah. and I'll just add on to um for people that have really enjoyed this conversation go back and listen to our last podcast that we did because Libby shares so much about her journey and her story and everything that she overcame to get here which is so powerful and so phenomenal and it's just like holy shit anything is possible so inspiring so definitely check that and then get the book yeah oh so so exciting yeah Um, thank you so much oh my pleasure thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and everything today I just love our chats me too me too (laughs) thank you so much so cool love our conversation but I hope everyone listening has enjoyed it as well love to hear hear from you thanks so much for listening guys I hope you enjoyed it I would love to hear your aha moments please share on your stories and tag me so I can celebrate with you and be sure to connect with me online I'm on Instagram at mon3.0 and find me on YouTube by searching Monica Ferguson Have an amazing week and remember that you are so inherently worthy. You are so loved and you belong. All my love guys, see you soon.